Welcome to Seeking God, Loving Others, where I share tips and encouragement for practical Christian living. Over the years, I've seen too many followers of Christ struggle in the basic day-to-day application of God's word. Instead of prosperity, peace, and health, many have settled for a life of debt, doubt, and disease. My desire is to help equip you with the tools for living the abundant life God has for you every single day. I'm your host, Jasmine Lozano. So grab a cup of coffee or maybe clean out your junk drawer as you join me for a great conversation. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. We're going to jump right in today. Um, I'm not going to spend too much time um, explaining where I've been and what I've been doing because I have not had a podcast in like two weeks, (laughs) actually longer. But all that to say, I hope that you enjoyed the Christmas season. I hope that you took a break like I did. I like I chilled. I was playing with my kids. We played life. We played all these board games. We watched a lot of movies. And now I am sitting in my car because my house is loud. So <laughs> my mom's in town. Uh, my son's playing video games. My husband's upstairs working. The dishwasher's going. All the stuff is going. But I was not going to let this new year come. Wait, what? No, rewind. I'm not editing because I don't do that. I'm not going to let this year 2021 end without me doing one final podcast for the year. So um, tomorrow is New Year's Day. New Year Day? New Year's Day. My coffee's kicking in, so I'm all over the place. But I'm, I get really excited during the new year just because like I just... I get excited in the morning for a new day. I get excited for the new week, the new month. Like just the beginning of anything makes me really excited. Um, And that's because I'm a planner. And we are currently in a series um, about building the temple. We're talking about how Solomon built the temple of God and the planning and the preparation that it took and the emphasis um, that was placed on how much planning and preparation was required to do something magnificent. And so we're going to continue in that. We are on part two, plan to prosper, plan to prosper. I don't know if I said that right. Part three is coming and it will be coming um, in the new year. I do have some great plans that I, I, I am confident will allow me to um, get my, my blogs and my podcasts out when they're supposed to come out. But um, let's go. We're going to start this. My my scripture that I kind of started the blog with, and I think I did this blog a week or so ago, It's Proverbs 20, verse 18. It said, plans are established by seeking advice. So if you wage war, obtain guidance. Now, I'm not in the army. I don't know how many of you are in some some type of military or or service. If you are, thank you. (laughs) But but we, we typically don't have to wage war, like actual physical war. However, we do have to wage war on a lot of the distractions and the things that come against us every day. And you guys know this podcast is about basic, simple Christian living and how to apply the Bible to our everyday lives. I think one of the biggest mistakes we make is we think that, you know, God is only interested in our life if we're doing these big, grand, crazy things, but he's interested in our day-to-day happenings as well. And so as we get ready to go into this new year, um, there are some things that we can do to make sure that we plan for a good year. And how do we plan? Proverbs tells us we seek advice. We seek good counsel. 
And so I'm, I'm really excited. I said I was excited as the new year comes because every year um, I get a I get a, a planner and I use this one planner and I put it in the blog if you want to see where it's at. It's called the Christian Planner and like I'm not sponsored by them. That'd be great if they would sponsor me. That'd be wonderful. But this planner has literally changed my life. Like every I, I love to write lists and notes and all this. And I used to have like my sermon notes journal. I would have my to-do list journal. I would have my goals journal. I would have all these de- different um, journals. And years ago when I began to declutter and minimize, I found this planner and it contains all of that stuff. Like I can put my sermon notes in there every week. There's a free page for whatever I have on my mind, my, my weekly brain dumps that I do. There's a place... Um, where you can just, you can do everything in there. They have the days listed, the months listed, all that. But I really, really love this planner. And nothing makes me more excited than opening a new planner. And it's funny because I'm always terrified to write in it. I'm like, it's new. I don't want to mess it up. And, you know, if you buy a planner, you know, planners aren't cheap anymore. You know, you used to be able to get, you know, a $5, $10 planner. And I know Five Below has some, and I got one from there once. And it's it's okay. But I typically use those um, cheaper planners, like for my fitness stuff and my running goals like my meal plans, I put all that in a separate planner. I do do that separately. But uh, <laughs> I'm going on a tangent. Sorry. Um, all that to say, like, I'm always terrified to write in it. But I did write in my new planner. Finally, my husband taught a message this past Tuesday. And I was like, you know what, I want his message to be, you know, the first thing in my planner. So I took his notes, the notes from his message in there. But I just I love that chance to start fresh. And and for many of us, the next few weeks are going to be the groundwork either for us to set up um, and prepare for a great new year and a great new future, or it's going to be time that we don't consider what we want to see in our lives. We don't consider and the goals that we have for ourselves, for our families, for our churches. And, and many of us, and it's sad to say, most of us really will just continue um in, in, a, in a pattern of a stagnant, unproductive, mediocre life. And I mean, that's just, that's what it is. Every year, people make goals and um, wishes. Some people don't even do that. Like, I, it's beyond me to not have a plan for your year. I know, like, like there's some people that are just a little bit more spontaneous and, like, we'll just see what happens. But for me, like, I... I need some type of direction. Like, I'm not the person that's like, let's just go for a drive around the city with no destination. My husband will do that. And it's fun. But like, I don't have to do the driving. (laughs) So I I, I like to know where I'm going. And if there are some things you want to accomplish, you have to know where you're going. You know, and it it sounds rough to say this, but it's true. One of my many, uh, one of my favorite quotes, quotes, I have tons of favorite quotes, and I'll say that a lot. One of my favorite quotes, um, I don't know who said this, because if you look online, they give credit to all different people. But the base of the the quote says, if you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. And and some people take this to the extreme and they try to plan out every little detail of their day in their life. and, and, And actually, it makes them become, you know, a slave to their plans. And I used to be like that. But then you also have the person who makes no plan at all. You know, and and they they proudly say, "Oh, I'm just spontaneous, and I just believe everything's going to work out." And that you know, I I'm a very positive person. I'm very optimistic. I always find the silver lining. But I will tell you this: if you do not have a plan for where you want your life to go, you you're not going to get anywhere. You know, and either side of this extreme is not beneficial, and, and it'll have you further away from your goals than than you would hope to be. And and I. I think this is my scripture probably for 2022, but um, I haven't got my word yet for 2022. I think I might have it, but we'll see once we start, um, you know, the the 21 days of fasting and prayer. But um, I, I have just kept 
going back to Ephesians 5.1, be imitators of God. And, you know, the verse says some more stuff, but like that is just in my head all the time. Be imitators of God. I think about that when I'm talking to my kids. How would God talk to me as his child? Uh, when I'm acting up and I'm not doing right, how how does God discipline me? How does he correct me? How does he talk to me? When somebody is getting on my last nerve, I'm like, be Im- be an imitator of God. How would God respond to this person? And and when I think about that, you know, we are supposed to imitate what God did and what he does. And, and God is a planner, you know, so people like, you know, you we 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 set our standards on like other people and what they're doing. But like, I really want us to begin to look at how does God function when 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 God came to earth in, in Jesus Christ, Emmanuel, God with us, how did Jesus function? And that's who we need to be setting our standard. You know, I think about um, I, I mentioned God's a planner in Jeremiah 29, 11. God told Jeremiah, I know the plans I have for you. And their plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. God has a plan for our lives. So how much more should we be committed to, A, having a plan for our lives as well, but B, finding out what his plan for our life is. You know, if he's taken time to make plans for us, then we really should take time to make plans for our lives, to steer them in a direction that gives him glory in every area of our lives, in in our finances, in our health. I have been on such a like, my, my I'm, another scripture I'm like really paying attention to is in, I think it's 1 Corinthians, it might be 2 Corinthians. I'm pretty sure it's 1 Corinthians. <laughs> um, when it talks about our body being a temple of the Holy Spirit. And, you know, as we go into this new year, you know, I make a lot of different goals and I'll, I'll have a, a podcast about goals coming up soon, but I make goals in the area of my finances. Like I don't just say, I want to, I want increase in my finances. I'm not, I'm not a vague goal writer. I'm like, I want to see my savings account increase by $10,000, like whatever it is that I don't know if that's my goal yet this year, our goal, because that goal involves somebody else. So I got to talk to my, um, my CEO and CFO, <laughs> AKA my husband. But you know, like we have to get specific, you know, God was very, is very specific about the plans he has for us when he, this isn't in the blog. So I'm kind of just rambling at this point, but when God had a plan for Abraham, God knew exactly what he was going to do through Abraham. He knew Abraham didn't know all the way, but he said, I'm going to make you a father of many nations. I'm going to make your name great. I'm going to make nations, you know, come under you. And so God was very specific about the plans he had for Abraham's life. And we are heirs um, of Abraham. If, If we are in faith, if we are believers, we have the same promises that Abraham has. And God has specific plans and promises for our lives. So I feel like um, as children of God to make our lives, you know, I know a lot of people say, um, you know, I'm not of this world. I'm a citizen of heaven. Yeah, but you live here and you still got to use the money that's of this world. You still have to drive a car in this world. You know, you, we still have to be here. So how can we make our lives here function in, in a way that glorifies the kingdom in a way that glorifies our father? And so as we um, I'm going to wrap up the series next week as I talk about taking care to prepare, you know, kind of going back to looking at the temple and the building of the temple. David had all the plans laid out for Solomon. Solomon knew the dimensions. He knew what kind of materials needed to be laid. He knew exactly what to do when it was time to him for him to move forward in building the temple. And so David, as Solomon's father, took time to give him instruction 
give him guidance on what to do. And God has done the same thing for us as our father. We look in his, we look in his word. He's given us instructions about our health. You know, our body's a temple of the Holy Spirit. We should not be putting things in our body that are going to damage this temple. And I'm not, you know, I'm about to have a donut when I get off here. (laughs) So I'm not trying to be like, (laughs) like judgmental or anything like that. I'm just saying that we really have got to take care of the bodies that God's given us. Um, You know, God talks about our finances. He talks about us tithing and giving. He talks about how we should not be in debt. He talks about how if we are in debt, we need to work to get out of debt as quickly as possible. He talks about um he talks about the way we relate to our children. He talks about how we should train up our child in the way they should go. So God gives us um plans and 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 the way we should go when it comes to our families, when it comes to our relationships, when it comes to everything, and he's given it to us in his word. And he's, you know, the Bible is available in so many places. It's available in so many languages that we we are without excuse. We really are. And in the age that we live in, I would say more than any other generation, we are truly without excuse when it comes to trying to figure out what kind of plans, what kind of practical plans we can make for our lives that'll cause us to be in a better spot next year. My goal every year, typically, I do have some very detailed goals. I probably have 10 to 12 goals in every area of my life, but I really usually just, I have like my one big goal. Like this is what my year is going to center around. But then there's some other things that kind of, they become habits. So really the only goal is to continue in those habits. But um, I don't even know where I'm going at this point. I just started rambling. But but as we <laughs> as we go into the new year, um, I, I feel like uh, we can be intentional about where we want our year to end up. Um, that's what I was going to say. Every year when I, I, the year ends, I look back and I see, and I ask myself, am I in a better place now than I was at the beginning of the year? Am I at a better place in my relationship with my husband? Am I at a better place in my relationship with my kids? Is our homeschool doing better than it was at the beginning of the year? Is my fitness better than it was at the beginning of the year? This year it was, praise the Lord, because your girl needed it. Um, you know, are my finances better than they were at the beginning of the year? You know, did I, um, did I go some places this year that, did I experience the rest that I wanted to experience? Did I, um, did I, did I, am I in a better place on December 31st than when I started in January? And if the answer is no, I move on and I, I set my sights on the next year and I do try to pay attention to what did go well. And if the answer is yes, then I just continue to build on that. And that's all we can do is we can just get better and better. We don't have to overhaul our lives. I just read a fantastic blog and, and it, you get it in an email. So you have to actually subscribe to get this blog. But it's by um, a young man named Denny Cray. And he has a running podcast that I listen to every week, every new episode. And I was actually just featured on his podcast. But he had a, a blog called overhaul or optimize. And I think that's where a lot of us get caught up is we think we have to blaze into the new year and overhaul every single area of our lives. We're going to cut out all the fast food. I'm going to work out seven days a week. I'm going to get 20,000 steps every single day when when we're only getting like 6,000. We think we have to go in and overhaul our entire lives, but do is that really sustainable for you? It's it's probably not. And that's why many people fall short of their goals by February. But if we can optimize on the things that we're already doing well, like maybe you've you've begun to make a habit of unloading your dishwasher every night. 
we'll optimize on that. Okay, I'm not even, I'm not going to just, you know, or, or load up the dishwasher. I'm not going to just load the dishwasher every night. I'm also going to um, sweep my kitchen floor every night. You can optimize and see gains that, yeah, you won't see a huge change at first, but over time, you can continue to add on the habits that you already have established. And so it was a wonderful blog. I'm going to, um, I'm going to reach into my email and find it because I, I really want, I, I think it's a great email to go into the new year. But um, yeah, th- this is where my mind's at. This is where we're going to be at for my, for the for the probably first couple weeks of January is on really figuring out how can we make this our best year yet. yet. And again, you may not have huge goals. You may not want to write a book. You may not want to run a marathon. You may not want to uh, buy a property. But maybe your goal is as simple as, you know what, I'm not saving any money every month. I want to just save $20 every month. That's a doable goal for me. You don't have to have these big grand goals for God to be a part of them. So let me cut this off because um, y'all know how I do. But I want to wish you guys a wonderful, wonderful new year. And I will be back next week with a brand new podcast. Podcasts will be coming out on Fridays. Um, I do have a plan for that. So uh, make sure that you're subscribed. Make sure you... um, you know, follow the podcast, make sure that you sign up to get emails when the blog comes out, because I do believe that uh, God is growing my little community. Like I've been getting a lot of little listeners I don't, and, and from other places in the world. So I think that's amazing. As much as I'm like, technology's the worst. Let's go back to 1994. I really do love how we can connect through technology. But um, thank you for listening. Have a wonderful new year. And I pray God's blessings on your life and on 2022. See ya. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Seeking God, Loving Others. You can read more inspiration and join our email list at jasminelozano.com. And don't forget to subscribe in your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss an episode. While you're there, you can leave a rating and review to help others find the podcast. Be sure to tune in every Monday for new episodes and a great way to start the week. Thanks again for listening. And remember, start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. God is on your side.